0: And you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at JessicaThiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I am here with Kelly Tennant who is a top 50 podcast host leading the way for women to step into their sexuality unapologetically. As a former TV host, she knows exactly what it's like to be the good girl and follow the rules, and she's helping others break out of this toxic cycle. She's created an incredibly successful media company and facilitates transformative women's circles. Welcome Kelly. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me,
1: Jessica. It's so great yeah. to be with you.
0: Yeah, same. I feel like you're just like such a boss. I love meeting other <laughs> just total boss babes or boss women. I don't know. Some
1: right. There's like this level of connection where you're like, I know your pain. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And your success. I'm like, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, well, before we jump into this really, uh, topic, I'm really excited about excited to get into with you. Um, tell us a little more about who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah. So I was a volleyball player growing up. I played volleyball at USC, um, was co-captain of the team, um, ended up getting really sick. So I lived with chronic illness for about 15 years. um, And during that time was also working in television. So I was a TV host and reporter for the Lakers and Dodgers in Los Angeles. Um, And really at the end of my career and leaving that behind it was just kind of this combination of things of understanding the toxicity in my life and my work environment and the way i had been people pleasing for so long and also the way that was relating to the physical manifestations of chronic illness and all this inflammation and pain and just this disconnection from my body and who i was and So I really went on this self-healing journey to find myself and to figure out what the hell I actually wanted in my life, because I never asked myself that question. It was always Mm -hmm. climb the ladder, do this because they told you you're supposed to, uh, and be the good girl and follow the rules. And I kind of threw everything out the window and said, well, how do I actually want to live my life and show up in a way that I don't have to be sick? all the time. Uh, so I left my career, started my podcast, um, and the show really started to help other women in their chronic healing journeys, because I realized as someone who was going through it, I was so stuck in Western medicine and, you know, kept being given pills to numb out with no real answers. I'm like, damn, I'm really young to be this sick. And this can't be how I have to live my life. And when I started finding resources that were outside of the box, I realized that there was something here. People needed to be able to have access to these conversations and feel like there was a community of people supporting them. So that's how the podcast started. And then over the past three years, it's really transitioned as I've grown and evolved. Um, and now I talk a lot about sexuality and spirituality and kind of how the two come together. And really, at the end of the day, it you can get as sexual as you want. You can get as woo-woo as you want. But for me, it's really about freedom. I'm like, how can I let go of all the crap I was taught that has nothing to do with what I really want from my life? How can I break free of that? And how can I create my reality? whatever that looks like, and be aligned with what it is that I want to do. So that's what I talk about on the show. And then um, as you mentioned, I run Soulfire Productions, which I co-founded with my fiance last year. Um, and we support podcasters like you. And it's been, it's been amazing because I mean, as you know, there's so many people who have such valuable content and stories. And we're all changing the world. Like one conversation at a time is helping people. And that's why I love podcasting. So I kind of took my background in production and television and blended it with everything that Connor knows about podcasting and created this company. And it's been super fun. God, I
0: feel like I resonate with so much that you've said in so many (laughs) ways. I also had, I don't know if you'd call it chronic illness, but I had basically chronic digestive issues that were leading to a whole host of pain and problems. And that was like a seven-year journey for me. And um, there was definitely a part of my journey started probably three years ago where I started really asking like, what do I actually want? Um, you know, like I was living the perfect life on paper. I was living in San Diego. I had a beautiful home, an incredible husband, good work. And I'm like, why do I feel like this cloud is following me around? Like, what's going on? Um, so I totally get all of that. And that's a huge part of what I talk about here and in my communities is figuring out like, or deciding, I should say, what you really want to do and letting all the other crap go because there's so much crap holding us on these paths that we don't actually want to be
1: on. Yeah, it's like, okay, what does my dad want for me? I hear this a lot. I you were talking about the women circles I host and I hear this a lot from the women in my community. It's like, well, my dad really cared about financial stability. So, I've been in this job for 15 years because I'm so scared to not have financial stability. When when they look at their core values, which is something we work on, financial stability is actually not a core value for them. It's freedom and play, but they're still doing this thing that is aligned with what their dad wanted. And I think that we all struggle especially in our twenties of figuring out what it is we want, because we're not really taught to ask ourselves better questions and to do that dissection of, okay, am I doing this for someone else? Am I doing it for myself? How does it make me feel is, does it feel expansive or am I contracting and I hate it, but I'm doing it to live up to some standard that I think I need to fulfill.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. And that's the thing is we don't ask the questions. We just accept it as it is. And just assume that that's the way it needs to be until our bodies break down or we can't keep going or we lose the job and we spin out because we don't know what else to do. Um, so I feel like this is a good lead into the idea of feminine flow and in, in this process of figuring out what we want, finding, finding also that feminine flow. So let's just start by just like defining for us. What does that, what does that even mean?
1: Yeah, you know, I love this. And you were talking before we were recording about like the buzzwords that are used in this space as we go through growth. And I think when you're new to it, it's important to be able to identify things with words because it helps us understand. But I think the more and more you're in personal development or you're in spirituality or whatever it is, the more you get to know yourself, the less that we need to be confined to these labels. And so for me, I think when I first started getting into this, this idea of even feminine energy on its own or being flowy to me was like being this little fairy that just flitted around in life and didn't care about anything. And I come from a very masculine way of being, and I've been grinding and doing and constantly busy and in my head. And so that felt so out of reach for me. And really for me, feminine flow has Transition. And I think it really evolves on a daily basis for me, depending on where I am. And I'm sure you feel this too. The more you know, the better you do. I'm able to make different decisions for myself every time I have a new experience or every time I have more context in life. So now I look at what is feminine flow for me. Well, for me, I watched the way I started Soul Fire Productions. I put myself in the center, and everything had to come through me, and I needed to be the most important part of everything. And That is because I was trying to prove myself and I was trying to show how valuable I am and I was trying to show how worthy I am and look at me and give me all the attention and validate me. And I was still stuck in that cycle that I had been in for so long. And that led me to just being more in masculine doing. And so I started this company and I loved it. And at the same time, found myself being miserable all the time because I was just always doing and I was coming from such scarcity oh my God, I need this client. Or what if this client doesn't like me? Or what if they say no, and they don't want to work with me? I am shattered and broken and not good enough. So as I started to have awareness around what I was doing in these old patterns that I was going back to, I started asking myself, okay, what if I remove myself from being the center of this universe and needing to do every single thing all the time? And what if I shifted my energy into feeling abundant. And again, another buzzword, what does that mean? For me, it means that I am attracting whatever is meant for me and that I don't have to go and force people to work with me and talk them into something that they didn't want to do in the be- to, to begin with. right? And so what I noticed is that the more I pulled myself out of the center of this universe, the more control I was releasing. And the more I was surrendering to my business actually being its own energy and entity Mm. and not revolving around me all the time. And I think that that really opens up the channels for us to receive. And we are, I believe we're always in that energetic exchange. And so if I'm putting out energy and this feeling of confidence and knowing that whoever I'm meant to work with, I'm going to work with, I don't have to try or force anything to prove that I am worthy or valuable as a human. Well, then I start working with more and more clients who are aligned with our vision and feel the same way and I don't have to force anything. And so that's what feminine flow is for me. It's allowing, it's allowing to receive, it's believing that I can have success and that I can have joy and I can have fulfillment and it can all coexist together. And then I don't have to try to be someone I'm not in order to be successful or to live up to a standard that I don't actually believe in.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I couldn't possibly agree more. That's absolutely the way I've started working in my business over the last few years is this idea of, of knowing that if I'm putting out the energy of truly who I am and what I want, that the right clients, the right people will come to me and I can force less, um, or force not at all, quite frankly. Um, but the biggest thing that comes up for me in that, and I know for a lot of people is this element of trust, There's this huge piece of trust in letting things flow and not doing because we think it's in the doing that we're making things happening when, as you and I have learned, it's actually in the pulling away that things happen for us. So I'm wondering if you can speak to how did you break through that? How did you build that trust with yourself so that you can be in your own flow?
1: Yeah. God, this is such an important question. I'm glad you asked because trusting has always been really hard for me. I was super codependent my whole life, especially with my mom and then every partner that I was with. And I never trusted myself. I always relied on someone else to fill me up or to make me whole or to validate whatever was going on for me. And so this experience of being in flow and receiving and inviting all this different you know, experiences in my life Has changed me so much because it's shown me that I can make decisions and trust myself, even if something goes quote unquote wrong and it doesn't feel, um, you know, like I made the right decision. It was meant to happen that way so that I could learn the lesson. And so I think as I've gone through this experience of taking aligned action and making choices that come from a different place of energy, um, I've really learned. Day by day to be in practice and being in practice with making decisions, even small ones like, do I want to go left or do I want to go right and trusting myself that I make the right choice? Do I want to eat this or do I want to eat that? How do I feel? How does it you know, expand me? Or um, do I want to engage with this person, even though I'm feeling like I really need to spend time alone? do I go out and do this and force myself or do I really stay home and take care of myself? And how does it make me feel? And constantly checking in, that is what builds trust. And so I think as I've created the company and grown through this, it's a daily practice of not just allowing and stepping back, but allowing my intuition and my knowing to be the driving force of my action. Before, when I was in action or I was doing, it was coming from a place of fear. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, when I am in action and I am doing, it's coming from a place of intuition and intention. What is my intention behind this? Even posting a photo on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Am I doing this because I need validation because I'm feeling empty and I want people to tell me I'm awesome? Or am I doing this because it feels like a really beautiful embodied vision of what I want to share with the world? It's so different. And so I think if we can always check in with ourselves and ask ourselves those better questions why am I doing this? What is it that I'm getting out of it? Then we learn to build that trust and we know why we are stepping into every decision we're making. And if you're coming at it from a place of knowing, it doesn't feel like work or forcing it the way it does if I'm coming from, oh God, I have to do all these things in order to be successful. It is such a drastic difference.
0: Right. And I love, love, love that you you pose it as like, it's a practice and that there are all these opportunities throughout the day to practice trusting ourselves and to build that trust. And what also came to me is this sort of funny idea that we have never been taught how to trust ourselves or a lot of us haven't. Um, I don't even know that I was, I think it's probably something that I taught myself in this process too. Um, But I, I feel like that's just such a great way to think about it because I, I know that for a lot of people who are living that masculine energy, who a lot of female entrepreneurs, especially who are coming from a place of fear, it's so hard to step back. And it's like, look how simple it can be to just start taking these tiny little steps to start trusting yourself to do what feels good. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And even if it's in your personal life, that will translate into your business. You might not even recognize it at first. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm doing this completely differently than I was before. Or all of a sudden you feel really good with what you're doing and you realize, oh, I actually just trust myself and I'm flowing now rather than. Yeah.
1: And I just don't, I think we get so caught up in what's right or wrong. Like, oh my God, I'm so scared. I don't want to make this wrong decision. Uh Mm -hmm. But for me, I just don't believe in that. I mean, unless you're going to really uh, hurt someone physically, emotionally abuse them aside from something like that are there right or wrong decisions? I don't believe so. I believe that we're doing our very best. And if we make a quote unquote wrong decision, well, what if that was the lesson? What if you needed to be in a relationship with someone who you're not supposed to spend your life with, but they taught you so much about who you are in that six months. It's not a waste of time and it's not a wrong decision. Every person, every interaction is just a mirror for us and a way for us to grow more. So I think if we can get rid of this label of right or wrong decision-making and really sit with whatever decision I make is meant for me and I will learn whatever the lesson is and I'm open to that, then I think we start to understand and have more body awareness and we are better at making decisions that are aligned for us rather than the quote-unquote wrong decisions because we know what it feels like in our bodies because we have made decisions that aren't for us.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes the wrong decision is the decision that you have to make. That's that. That this is. I firmly believe that every decision we're making is sort of in some woo woo way like already being decided for us. Um, and it's kind of like the idea. If someone asks me, like you know, or like I guess like the question, what do you regret most in your life? I gen my answer is genuinely I don't. I don't regret anything because I. I know with 100% certainty that every single thing that's happened to me thus far, every decision I've made, everything I've done has put me here having this conversation with you. And if X, Y, and Z didn't happen, I don't think I would be here. And so I think there's also this sense of trusting ourselves, but also trusting the universe or whatever your higher power or your guide is trusting that they're always there. Like where... I think a big piece for me was knowing I could take it I could take some stuff off my shoulders like I'm not carrying all this myself. And if I can just step back and yes do the work, yes still take action, but take it from this place of I know if I'm doing this, the universe or this other element of support is going to come in and help me too. It feels so much lighter and less stressful.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think Especially as women, I think we feel like we have to do it all on our own, and we have to, you know, we have to be the perfectly dressed Instagram mom with the best new stroller, and we have to parent our kids this way, and we need to be in relationship like this, and all these things, and all these pressures, and we think we have to show up a certain way all the time and carry all of this and never let anyone know what's actually happening. And I think that there really is a shift right now because we're seeing how much the world has changed for all of us in the last year and a half. And there, nothing can stay secret anymore. Like all the bullshit is coming to the surface and it's time to ask yourself questions about carrying all of the things for your family or holding it together. Even when you feel like you're dying inside, we have to speak our truth. We have to be open to asking for help. We are not meant to do this on our own. We have completely lost sight of the village mentality. Like, many people raise children, many people help mothers. Um, there is, there is this need for us to go back to the way things were, I think in so many ways so that we don't have to live in such isolation and burden all the time.
0: Yeah. I love that. It's so true. Um, so coming to, I want to take from there and come to this idea of bringing feminine flow into your business. And I feel like everyone has an idea of what it is, what it means. I'm sure they've already taken so many notes, but now how do they start doing that? How, you know, can we give them a few concrete steps to start tapping more into that feminine flow and bringing it to what they're doing in their business? Could you maybe start with like step one, what would you advise?
1: Yeah. So for me, I think one of the biggest things is delegating. And I know I'm super fortunate. We have eight people on our team. I am definitely not doing all the things. Um, But even if you have one other person you're working with who is a virtual assistant who helps you eight hours a month, just allowing someone else to come in and take things off of your plate so that you can stay in your zone of genius and do what really lights you up, that is such a state of flow because we get caught up in doing and we become frantic and in our heads, especially when we're doing things that we're not supposed to do. Like I am definitely not meant to be doing spreads, spreadsheets and yeah. financial planning and all of the things. So I have people that help me with that and they're so amazing at it and it lights them up. So by me taking something off my plate, that doesn't light me up and I'm giving it to someone and paying them to do it. And it lights them up. I love that type of energy exchange because then we're supporting one another and doing things that we love. That makes me feel really good. And it also creates space. So delegation is important because one, we're asking for help, which is the beautiful practice as a woman. And two, we are also creating more space in our lives. And the more space we have, the more room we have to hear ourselves. I don't believe that we can step into flow and invite anything good in our lives when all we hear is noise and chaos from everyone around us. I can't run my business the way I want to when all I'm doing is scrolling on Instagram and comparing myself to other people and hearing all these other leaders tell me, no, you're supposed to do it like that. No, your sales page is supposed to be like this. I can't think. So the more space we can create for ourselves and really get clear on, okay, how is it that I want to take action in this? What is it that feels good to me? And what gets to go? Mm-hmm. So much of, I think, especially when we're starting businesses, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing when I started, uh, I was just making stuff up, but yep. I think so many of us do that. Right. I don't know anyone who hasn't said they were like, Oh yeah, I totally know what I was doing. Um, uh, yep. maybe business number seven, but we, we fill our plate with doing all these things that are actually unnecessary things like, let me make sure that my website is absolutely perfect before I ever go after a client. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who cares? Like Your website is not the end-all be-all. People show up to work with you because of you or whatever service you offer. How can we let go of these expectations and needing things to look perfect within the box, with the bow, the whole thing, when that's really not what people want? They want human connection. They want things to be real, just like the way you don't edit your podcast to make it all perfect and complete. People probably love that your listeners appreciate that because you're relatable and they feel more connected to you because you're a human. It's the same thing in our businesses. What is keeping you from actually connecting? What is keeping you from dropping in? What are distractions of perfection and pleasing that we get to let go of? So that we can be in that state of flow i think those are the things that really changed the dynamic for me within my business and allowed me to be more creative and come up with cool new fun ideas and also like i said earlier took me out of being the center of the universe and i started to see that my company could be super successful without every single thing having to go through me and that my value and worth wasn't tied to my business i am whole and complete As a human, as a soul on my own, this is like a cherry on top of something that I used to be of service, but it doesn't define me.
0: Yeah, I think I think that last part you said is huge for us women because there is so much validation. And so oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we're go-getters, but we're go-getters for a reason, because we're looking to impress people, we're looking to be validated. We were taught that by getting A's in school, we got attention and we got love. And so we chase that as adults. So I think that's such a powerful piece that you mentioned there. Um, And one other thing I want to bring up about delegation is if for listeners that are like, I can't spend money on a VA, like I realistically, I can't do that. While that's another conversation I'd like to have with you because you probably can and your business will grow when you do. But if you don't feel comfortable with that yet, where can you ask for support in your circle? Where can you ask your spouse to pick up the slack on something? Where can you ask to take a weekend away to do a summit for yourself with your business and get some details in order? Like, can you ask the neighbor's kid to come rake your leaves so you don't have to do it? You know, like you don't always have to pay someone in your business to get that support. You can delegate personal tasks too. I mean, you can like hire an assistant for like one hour a week to like make your appointments for you. Um it doesn't even have to be business related. So I want you to like open your mind to what delegation can look like as a business owner because it doesn't have to mean paying an employee. Um, yes.
1: Get it. And I think too, I don't have human babies yet, but I do have two dogs that I treat like human children, so you can judge me if you want. I don't care. <laughs> um so I think especially as women and mothers or if you have pets whatever, you're caretaking for, you know, beings. Your house is a mess. And this is something that I realized last year about myself. And it was so big. I grew up with parents who cleaned 24 seven. Our house was always immaculately clean. The dishwasher ran every single night. Every dish was put away before we went to bed, mopping, clean all the things. And so I have been operating in that system that if everything is not put away and looks exactly the way it's supposed to, and the floor isn't clean and all this stuff, then I freak out and I can't function. I couldn't function. I've changed this because mm-hmm. what I realize is that that's not important to me. Right. I actually, and I think part of this, we lost our puppy last year. He passed away. And um, it really gave me new perspective because when he was gone, I realized my house was cleaner and it made me really sad because I missed having such a messy house. And so I just want to give people permission. Your house doesn't need to look perfect and everything doesn't need to be put away. You don't have to do the laundry. If there are dishes in the sink, it doesn't mean you're a bad partner or mom or person. There's nothing wrong with you. And I think that we, we believe as partners and caretakers that if things aren't put away, like we did something wrong. And when I let go of that belief and started to let things be a little messier, I was so much happier. Because I wasn't constantly doing and fixing and moving things and freaking out that, oh God, Connor's going to think I'm a bad partner because there's dog hair in the corner that I haven't vacuumed in a day. It gave me so much permission to have space to do things for myself. I'd rather take a bath than do the dishes. And that's just what it is.
0: Right. And I love I love something that I'm thinking of as you say all that, which is like owning what we want and owning who we are. And releasing those stories and trusting that the people that are affected by us deciding, like, I'm going to be me, are going to continue to accept us wholly for us unapologetically being that person. Because that can be really hard. Like a mom who has always been on top of everything and cleaning everything and doing the lunches, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's probably a lot of fear in stepping back from that because it's like, everyone expects me to do that. And so releasing that expectation can be really challenging.
1: But I think the funny thing is, and I've had this conversation with Connor, he doesn't expect me to do this. Right. He literally could care less. I expect me to do it. Mm. And it's it's letting go of thinking people are having thoughts about you when they're actually not. We create stories and we project our own stuff onto people and we're like, well, of course they feel that about me. Well, I'm sure that if you started asking people, either they've never considered it because it doesn't matter to them, or they've just never thought about it that way because it's, they that's your own thought. It's not theirs. And so I think if we can also have honest conversations with the people in our lives and saying, Hey, I feel like I'm supposed to clean all the time and it's really overwhelming for me. And I'm honestly so exhausted and I don't know what to do. See what their response is. Maybe they do expect you to do it. That and that's a different conversation. But I think odds are they probably don't. And you're, it's these self-imposed standards and expectations that we put on ourselves because of our own issues with worthiness and value. Mm -hmm. And that is really where the healing begins.
0: Yeah. I love that. So I feel like in this conversation, we've inadvertently talked about a few ways to bring that feminine flow to your business. So to recap, we were talking about, um, delegating, talking about, like, letting go of that idea of perfection, having the perfect website, having the blah, 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 just being freaking human and just also doing it. Like, like get out of analysis paralysis and just start doing it. Um, I think that last one, sort of, like, really owning unapologetically who you are and releasing those expectations. Yeah. Um, Is there, is there anything else that you feel like you would really want listeners to know if they just really want to tap into this flow, this, this feminine flow space in their business? Is there anything we're missing that would be really important for them to be thinking about or focusing on or doing?
1: Yeah. I think the best thing I ever did for myself was just start asking myself better questions and Mm -hmm. stepping into radical honesty with myself. I think we are amazing as humans at justifying things and talking ourselves in and out of situations. And when you can ask yourself a better question around the intention of why you're doing something or am I doing this for me or am I doing this for someone else? And why is this my belief or why is this the way I respond in these situations? If you can get really honest with yourself, I really believe everything will change and you will continue to grow and evolve. It's a, it's really a deep deep dive within your soul or this excavation that we go through that if you can be more honest, you can start to live a more aligned life. You can start to have more fun and more pleasure and do things that really light you up because you're being honest and you're no longer talking yourself into doing something because you believe that you're supposed to.
0: Right. Exactly. And like I always say, how do you know what to pursue or go after if you aren't being honest with yourself about what you really want? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not being having those honest conversations with yourself, which yes, they can be challenging. Yes, they can push us to the brink, and they have for me for sure. But it's like you're never going to be able to find that roadmap if you're going in the wrong direction the whole time. So I think I love the idea of asking yourself more questions because we just I think we so often don't ask why. And we just go with the flow. Like I I've asked people in different talks I've done, like, How much of your life has been dictated by the fact that you're simply going with the flow? Probably a lot of it. And so, stepping out of the flow that you've been put in and creating your own and getting into this feminine flow. um, Yeah, it's all about that radical honesty. I love that.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So, I feel like you kind of gave us a good wrap up there, but I'll check in. Out of everything we've talked about, and even outside of this, if there's one thing that you want to make sure people take away, Um, outside of like all these strategies we've talked about in the idea of what feminine flow is one last little nugget or gem, what would that be?
1: I think just stop being a victim in your own life. Mm -hmm. We get to create our reality. We are in choice. And when we do ask those better questions, when we do start making choices and being in action out of alignment for ourselves, our reality will shift and it's up to you to change the lens through which you're viewing your yourself and your experiences. And it is one small shift with one small choice that can totally change your life. And just remembering that you are not a victim of your own experience.
0: Yeah. Everything is happening for you, not to you. That is what I constantly yes. remind myself and my community. And I love that you bring up choice because I think we forget that we have like the superpower, which is the power to choose for ourselves and every single second and every given moment. Um, and I feel like that's like the key, to, like unlock living with intention is starting to really make active choices for ourselves. Truly what we want, not based on, you know, the stories and the beliefs and what everyone else is telling us to do. So,
1: yes, I agree.
0: Totally love that. Um, okay. Shifting gears tell us what are you getting intentional about right now?
1: Yeah, my life is uh, wild right now. We just got engaged. I'm planning a wedding. We're moving Yay. to a new house in a couple of days. days. Um, so yeah, it's awesome. And so this old me was a very controlling and micromanaging and would be constantly stressed in a situation like this. And I'm actually really uh, being intentional about creating space and having fun in all of this and not letting myself get overwhelmed by silly things that just really don't matter um, and enjoying the process of this change and and transition. So, yeah. Yay. So exciting.
0: (laughs) Things coming up for you and we're like getting out of COVID so you can (sighs) really do it the way you want to. I'm sure. Finally. Yes. Thank God. Um, and where can listeners connect with you outside of the podcast?
1: Yeah. So they can find me on Instagram at Kelly M. My website's kellytenant.com. And then my show is called The Kelly Show.
0: Awesome. Thank you again so much for being here. This has been amazing.
1: Thank you so much, Jessica.
0: Absolutely. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.